0: Inside Sources, Inside Sources, Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest sixty minutes of radio. In fact, we'll do it so fast today. We'll do the fastest 60 minutes of radio in 30 minutes. Uh, Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we will go live to Governor Gary Herbert's uh, press conference on COVID-19. He will be joined today by uh, Dr. Angela Dunn, state uh, epidemiologist. So that's coming up here at the bottom of the hour. We'll cover that live here on KSL. In the meantime, we're going to attempt to do what we always try to do on this program, and that is to slow things down just a little bit help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and make the news make sense for you today. And, of course, there is a lot of it, and we always want you to participate and help us elevate that conversation. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at five seven five zero zero. So, obviously, there's a lot that continues to swirl and go on as it relates to national politics. We're still looking at numbers coming in. We still have locally the fourth congressional race that is still razor thin, uh, with Burgess Owens holding on to a little over a 1,700-vote uh, uh, lead uh, over Representative Ben McAdams, and we'll continue to monitor that. We, we expect that there will be another tranche of votes that will be tallied uh, later on today, probably about 3 o'clock hour is when those uh, tallies tend to be uh, loaded in there. And so we'll continue to monitor that today as well. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, currently the projected winner, the president-elect, and he is starting to make some moves in terms of his uh, key positions around him. He is named a, a chief of staff, uh, which is a really interesting uh, call uh, because that person really does become the gatekeeper and has tremendous influence, especially in a transition period. And so we'll watch uh, all of that uh, closely as things go along. There's also obviously a host of things that need to be done uh, as it relates to uh, some relief packages, some stimulus packages, as it relates to the pandemic. Uh, Nothing really moving. Uh, The Republicans in Washington have uh, put forward a uh, kind of a skinny plan there, uh, which I always think is the best way to do those kinds of things rather than uh, thousands of pages of uh, sweeping generalities. uh, Getting very specific, I think, is actually the better way to go. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what the Democrats do there uh, if they want to jump in and try to get something done during the lame duck session or whether they will punt and uh, hope that things come out the way they hope they will. In the state of Georgia, remember, in the state of Georgia, uh, two Senate races are occurring. And in the state of Georgia, uh, if you do not get to 50 percent, there is a runoff between the top two contenders. And so both of these races are going to a runoff, Uh, even though they uh, also have announced in Georgia that uh, they will be doing a recount. So it will be interesting to see if that alters anything, especially as it relates to the Senator Perdue race. He got 49 0.7% 0.7% of the vote. So he was just a little shy of hitting 50 and not having a runoff. So that will be interesting to see. Uh, otherwise, both of those races will go to a January 5th runoff. So we may not know the balance of power in the United States Senate until January the 5th, which also happens to be the day they get sworn in. So that's going to be a, a really fascinating thing to to watch. And again, who's going to be willing to take on the American people's business as opposed to just doing the political business. Uh, Everybody seems to be racing and rushing down to Georgia. There's a boatload of money that's already going in there. Uh, It will be uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in advertisement and uh, campaign issues going on there over the next uh, few weeks as they try to settle that one out and determine the balance of power in the United States Senate, which will have a big impact on uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, as they get ready for uh, January 20th. Again, if all of the things play out, if the uh, current uh, legal challenges and uh, vote recounts, if those uh, do not change or alter uh, the outcome, then we'll be looking at January 20th for a new administration there. So those are all things we're going to continue to watch and monitor as we go through the day-to-day. And it's also interesting, uh, I'm, I'm sort of calling this day we were out in the newsroom, uh, chatting about where we go today and and uh, I've always threatened uh, that I was going to write a book called Starting with Plan Z. Uh, because it always seems that that's where we end up in the end anyway. Sometimes I'm not quite sure why we start with plan A and then go to plan B and then plan C because inevitably there's a lot of plan Z living that goes on. And I actually think that's an important thing for us uh, to recognize. Uh, yesterday we had Jenny Taylor on the program. She and Michelle Sharf are launching a new uh, podcast, and it's uh, all about resilience. And uh, I, I shared, it's a, it is a quote from uh, General Patton, who said, the, the test is not how high you soar, uh, the test is how high you bounce when you hit bottom. And so a lot of times in our, in our days and in our world, it's, uh, it's not necessarily about how did you do with plan A or plan B in your life, uh, It's it's plan Z. And can you react and respond? Uh, obviously, we're in the midst of a pandemic that has caused things to change, and now we've got different mandates to, from the governor. Uh, if you're just joining us, we'll be covering the governor's uh, press conference live here coming up at the bottom of the hour, 11:30. We'll be Governor Gary Herbert and uh, Dr. Dunn, a state epidemiologist, uh, giving us an update on where we are as it relates to new mandates, new cases, and uh, what's the path forward for the state. And so we're going to follow all of that That's part of our plan Z today. Uh, as things kind of got moved around just a little bit, uh, Kellyanne's going to take a, a couple of days off, fortunately. So <laughs> uh, there are just a lot of cha- changes in the name of the game. And you have to be uh, ready to adapt and adjust. But the, the most important thing for all of us, though, is can we, can we continue to act with confidence uh, in the midst of uncertainty? And it really is the test. Uh, it's a test in organizations. It's test uh, testing our individual lives, and it's our test as a country. There are a lot of people right now who are very unsettled and very weary. There's a lot of people who don't think the country's on the right track. A lot of people are uncertain about what happens next. A lot of people are stressed about uh, you know more mandates and uh, more shutdowns in terms of the of the country. And the test is, what are we going to do today? Because we can't can't predict what's going to happen tomorrow. And can you confidently act in the midst of uncertainty? It's actually a great leadership test. I've seen leaders in all kinds of different places that uh, have been paralyzed, unable to make decisions in the midst of uncertainty. And they want more information or they want to wait. They want to wait. And to me, the more hesitation, the less inspiration, the less likely you are to act and you, you have to act. And whether that's in your individual life, uh, whether that's in your work life, whether that's in the life of a country or an organization, uh, people have to have the confidence that they can act in the present. And uh, that's ultimately the test there. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's the 150th anniversary of Of the Young Women's Organization in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Uh, fascinating history. We're going to talk to President of that organization, Bonnie Corden. Coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me, and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce.